You are listening to the Claim and Throne Blodgecast. My name is Ash and with me, as always, <laughs> is my friend Keeps. And I've just um, titled this recording project Jack the Cock, so we're obviously <laughs> off to a good start today. Shit. Album of the week or what's going on? Oh, man. Yeah, album of the week. Fucking hell, go first. I'm the not new prepped. Omni and Gatherum album, which I was just um, uh, cranking and also listening to this morning. Uh, I've already forgotten the title of it, but it's pretty good. Uh, I heard two of the... Oh, the Burning... No, what is it? The Burning Cold. <laughs> and Cold. And Cold. And yeah, sounds really good. Very Horacle. Oh, really? More modern Horacle with more shit going on, more talented musicians and heavier. I reckon. Mama. Hmm. I would say my album of the week is actually a podcast, of course. Yeah. Suggested by one Stu McGill yesterday. He said Metal Up Your Podcast is what he's been listening to. Right. Which is a Metallica-based <laughs> podcast. Okay. So, yeah, I checked out a track, a track, an episode yesterday on Fleming Rouseman or whatever, who's the guy who recorded Puppets and Justice, I think, <laughs> or whatever. That was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, the guys are obviously big fans, but I think they play in bands by the sound of it and they've got some sort of experience at least gigging and recording and stuff. So it's, you know, they don't just like talk around, this album came out in 1996 and then uh, it was received well or something Mm. like They sort of do go into a few like minor technical things and blah, blah, blah. Awesome. So I listened to that one episode and then I listened to, started listening to the Some Kind of Monster two-part episode about the movie and yeah it's pretty interesting just the way i guess listening to how metallica fan, big time metallica fans who are musos yeah. take that shit in yeah and um yeah they point out other things and you know one juicy nugget would be like you know that psychiatrist in the movie yeah apparently he got you know how they were kind of saying okay yeah thanks for your help but we're pretty much done with you now <laughs> fuck off well apparently he got arrested or he violated the um, typical practicing laws or something like that of a psychiatrist like by providing too much service even after, you know, people have already got through their problems. So he got like wow. formally formally pulled up on that or something or That's lost crazy. his license to practice or something. That's a shit explanation. And so these podcasters just know everything like that that's going on. Uh, I think they just do a bunch of research and there's yeah. quite a few episodes. Looks like it's only been around for a couple of years, like since last year, mm-hmm. 1st of January last year. And yeah, there'll be like, they started off with just like episode two, kill them all, episode three, ride the lightning. So going through the stuff yeah. and then it's like, they talk about Cliff Burton for an episode, Newstead for a bit, um, that Through the Never movie, Some Kind of Monster. You know, they just pick topics. So yep. pretty interesting stuff, man. Awesome. Um, thanks, Stu. That's good. Yeah. A bit like that um, heavy metal historian podcast. I don't know if I mentioned it on some sort of episode here. but Is that where they listen to an album? No, that's another one. I don't okay. know what that's called, but I liked that as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, this one is like just a guy who every episode is like a different topic like the origins of heavy metal or how it started or cool. what's in a band name and then it starts getting on to an episode on death metal, episode on black metal, episode on thrash, mm-hmm. etc. Um, and he really goes into crazy detail about Sweet. where it's originated from and who started it and what was happening in that scene at the time and 
he's uh, all the way up to the modern stuff. It's really cool. He's probably just read Choosing Death and Lords <laughs> of Chaos and yeah. he's just like regurgitating. But oh. yeah, that's interesting, man. Yeah. I'll um, check that out for sure. Um, and if nothing else, these those sorts of podcasts just sound like heaps of fun, a bit like this one. Who cares if we even release it? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> also was chatting to Stu about that because we were talking about some fucking shit. About drunk. how I was really drunk on our um, Bucks Party Podge oh. and he hopes it never sees the light of day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. Me too. Um, where is he, Stu? And he did mention some. I just sort of said, you know, like with this podcast because he said he was missing the lodges when we didn't put him out for a couple mm. of weeks. I didn't. Um, and I was like, you know, because it feels like we're floating through space with this, like we've sort of talked space. about faith and like getting getting the noose out basically finding the nearest tree yeah but uh i think i've cumed down to the conclusion that you know we just used to generically do this to claim the throne fans mm. so it didn't really matter because it was like we'd pump it out to claim the throne right mm. but now it's like we know our core listenership which are like a bunch of pretty cool musos from perth who are all doing cool stuff and varied things but like it leads me to think that if people doing that stuff enjoy it, then maybe there's other people who like listening to it. So, yeah, I'm thinking next week when we get together, we should marketing, marketing, sort marketing. that out. Yeah, well, even just, just to find out what we're doing, it'd be cool to just know our audience more just so we can bring them in as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's lots of fun involving the local guys, but it would be also cool to, you know, maybe have contributions and comments and shit and yeah. piss-pulling maybe from out of state and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, he did mention to me, like he said, is it that hard? Just change the fucking logo and move on. And I said, oh, it's actually a real pain in the ass to move the hosting and all that shit. And he said, so you can't just bang everything into Spotify and fuck off mm. the web hosting. Yeah. He said you get stats on plays, which is pretty searchable when guys are seeking a band eg metallica scroll down there's a podcast section so if you yeah search metallica and we've mentioned apparently in a title or something or we went to the enslaved show someone goes searches enslaved on spotify and then they see our podcast seo interesting oh is that all it is kind of but um it's like even when i was starting band tools like i wanted to try and use the podcast app as a search engine Mm -hmm. and put different titles in things and and so yeah even on this now if people search metallica on um on the podcast app and we mention it in our description it'll come up and also show up as a as a show (laughs) but like you know it's a good idea utilize Um, the distro kid account to do that yeah and bypass the only thing is if people don't use spotify they can't access it yeah true um well they could get the free version of it i guess but that would rely on them doing it. I yeah. don't think it's a bad idea. And Spotify are taking podcasts more seriously these days. And I'm finding that it's really easy for people to get on Spotify, providing you're with a certain host. So mm-hmm. I know that Andy Social, Andy Dowling from the metal Australian metal band Lord, the self-starter <laughs> podcast and the Andy Social podcast, got on there quite easy. Um, and I had a look. There's a, just an application form online, but you have to, if you're with a certain host, you get on straight away. If you're with a random host, as I've found out, it takes fucking forever because we're not on there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's uploading it as a podcast. If we uploaded it as, you know, a song, I guess, a one-hour song each time, which mm. would be what you're suggesting. Doable. Interesting. It, just interesting if outside of the box. Cause three, <laughs> here's me trapped in this world of like, do we go back to WordPress? Do we get like a pre-built mm. thing or all this 
all this crap, blueberry, Libsyn, yeah. all this shit. Yeah. So, I mean, something like Libsyn or whatever. They might. You get host a little out to a little page. They would, yeah. I'm not really sure. I think you still have to buy a domain. Because, mm. like, where's your show notes going? Oh, like, I make, make a music podcast. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. But I think it was on a shit I don't even remember. Maybe mm. it was WordPress as well. Yeah, I think it was WordPress. Mm. But I just, yeah, it was WordPress. And then I just got the plug-in for Blueberry, but because I had the legit Blueberry, my hosting was through them. Yeah. Whereas when we used to do it in the past, I used to do this file transfer protocol, FileZilla bullshit. Yeah. That was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I was like doing that real customized yep. inside fucking shit on uh, WordPress, which is really difficult. Mm. Yeah, I'm doing band tools on WordPress and to be honest, I probably wouldn't do it again. Yeah. But I just wanted to give WordPress another go and it's fine, but... Wix is another yeah. one. I know yeah. Al, Al uses Wix. Squarespace? Squarespace. Yeah, too expensive. I did oh, a yeah. breakdown of, you know, Wix versus... Wix looks like the cheapest and the most versatile option. Um, yeah, I did a... Mm. I looked into it a week ago or something, two weeks ago. I think when I had the idea of selling um, custom distortion box preamps that I was going to design and build, which I'll never do, <laughs> um, and just see, you know, how to go about opening up a little web store and... Completely forgot I'd done that until just then. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's that's one thing. I guess the other thing that's been going on is, yeah, been fucking dialing in tone and pissing around. Set up, took the time to break and reset up my base this week. Um, so that's sounding better than it's ever been. And also restringing my guitars with heavier gauges to handle this low B a bullshit I'm recording. A few little things like that. Testing out clean boosts and tube screamers and all this sort of stuff. So in a pretty productive week. But yeah, I was saying to you over the text that that episode you did with Maddie Icorn on band tools was like quite inspirational in terms of just like juggling lots of things. And what I was doing in the past was like, oh, okay, I've just got to do guitar. So I'd focus just on guitar. Whereas I'm finding I'm getting a lot more done if, say, Monday I do some guitar shit, Tuesday I fuck around with the bass, Wednesday I try and design logos or whatever, you know, and then just keep – so then every week there's 10% increased of everything instead of just like maybe 20% of guitar and that's it. Yep. So, yeah, I've been pushing forward fucking heaps, man. I would love to know – the latest probably on your little project that might be seen the light of day sometime soon? I would say December. December, okay. Yeah, because I've got some stuff coming up in the next month that's going to stop me from doing shit. But essentially the latest is tones dialed in, the amps are sitting on top of each other ready to track, but I'm taking, yeah, what, all of a whole week to just get really good at the riffs again. Mm -hmm. So then I'm going to track that shit. Bass, yes, it's tracked, but at the same time, I was a bit tippo last night and I was like, fuck this, I'll just get Razor Ray to track the bass. So Really? Yeah, cool. yeah. And I was fucking around because, you know, his anti-B tuning. I was like, this might add like an interesting wrinkle to the sound of what I'm doing, so it's not so generic. Yep. So I fucked around on the bass, which I'd spent fucking two days fixing. And also messed around. And also messed around and... Yeah, I kind of transposed it just really roughly, some of the riffs to E, and I was like, this is actually kind of pretty cool. So, yeah, I messaged Roy, who made me laugh a fair bit, and yeah. 
So I'll probably just get him to track his own he shit on his... He some come out when you mentioned that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he's got a MacBook. So what I'm yeah. going to do is just send a, an interface to him. Wow. And a clip tuner. This sounds ridiculous. But some of the problems in the past we've had as Claim of Throne and personally is like not using the same tuning reference. So yeah, you're in tune according to this tuner, but then you tune bass, for example, off something else and it's just ever so slightly out and it's really annoying. So I'm going to literally send him my clip tuner in the mail so he can like, he can just lock in and not have to piss around and also won't have to plug in like a pedal or anything because to degrade the tone or whatever. Mm-hmm. What are you laughing at? <laughs> dribbling cum. Dribbling cum. So um, that's, that's I that. I like because you're sort of like a step ahead of me to, with my thrash shit. So I'm just like going to watch what ah, you do. Ah, interesting. And see what happens. Well, part of this as well is that, look, I fucking wrote these songs over a year ago, tracked the drums almost a year ago. I've played them so many times. Like I could easily just knock out the bass, but it's actually because of you that I asked Ray because I just thought like, you know, collaboration's good and everything, but it's more like the unexpected pops up, like you sort of brief someone on what you want them to do, but then they they just do it in their own way and it just gives an extra dimension mm-hmm. to what you're doing. Because like what glory is in it for me to say, I tracked guitar and bass on this, like fuck, whatever. Like that doesn't really... A bit like you know? doing a logo, like whether you have to do it yourself yes. or not. So I cannot draw. I'm not bad with layouts and stuff like that and a bit of um, basic graphic design, but not a drawer. And I was trying to, looking for fonts basically and just have a real basic bland logo, buy a font for 20 bucks maybe. And then I started just hunting around the net and was talking to you about how you got your logo done. And I, again, I hate relinquishing control to other people. I really do, but I think like, you know, why don't I just find a guy who, whose stuff I like, like that Michael Salas artwork we got for Claim the Throne. You know, if we like his style and we give him a good brief, he just does an awesome job. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, same deal. So I looked around, secured a guy from, he's in Britain, UK or whatever, and I've been going back and forth with him on email, just sort of like casually mentioned to him. He sends me this whole fucking list of what's your concept and all this bullshit. So yeah, it took some time yesterday to Sick. find some shit, uploaded it to him. He sends back last night. Um, quick question. Is it okay if uh, I use the classic movie Sphere as inspiration <laughs> for this? And I was like three it, in the morning. Is it Ollie? Yeah. <laughs> When um, I got up at three in the morning and, and also, also out of bed up, yeah. and had a glass of water, checked my email and that's when he asked it to me. So I start looking through its sphere, this movie, it's like Dustin Hoffman and Sharon Stone <laughs> looking through and then I see this fucking awesome looking alien sphere thing and I was like, yes, you may. Cool. cool. So. I, yeah, I mean, it's cool to do it yourself, but also, I don't know, get, you if you can engage someone like that who would have a whole shitload of ideas then you, know, you could get something fresh that you may not have considered but would love and you're still essentially doing it yourself by contacting him and writing the concept and all that stuff yeah. what about those things like design crowd and shit where you can put your concept up and you get like a hundred people making the stuff and you choose the best one not interested shit. i like 
I like the idea and I think it's good if if maybe you don't quite know what you're after. And in this case, I don't know what I'm after, but I'm willing to defer responsibility to someone who's good at doing that. I don't know. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, definitely. Because, yeah, like he could, he could, like like the sphere thing, I never in a million years mm. would have thought to incorporate something. Probably all it would have included was a Google of the word sphere and see what happens. Oh, you do it. It's not. Oh, really? It just lots of things that are circular come up. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't even think of that. But yeah, it's kind of like, I like the idea of the unknown, like, and I'm going to be pretty open-minded about, okay, this sphere is a sci-fi movie. So if it comes back looking a bit sharper and a bit more futuristic, that's definitely not what I had in mind. But at the same time, if it's well designed, then I, I don't really think it fucking matters. Mm. You know? It only is that, that important if you plan to be like some 20-year-long project where you want to keep the same logo the entire time and you want it to be perfect from the start, mm. perhaps, but... But yeah, even still, I was thinking like maybe it won't, if it's in that um, style, maybe it won't suit the album art that I've pretty mm. much finalised this week, mm-hmm. which I can show you after this. Done yourself? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I might have to recreate it from, I took a photo of a tree and did some stuff to it, but I used my iPhone, so I might have to go to that same tree, which I drove past on the way here, and take a photo with like a macro lens and... Yeah, mostly just to get more resolution out of it. But anyway, if like a futuristic logo doesn't go with it, maybe I'll just go, fuck it. I'll create a new album cover. Yeah. Whatever, you know, doesn't really matter. Something else, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Just being a bit more flexible with it or else I don't think I'm ever going to get it done. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that's just what's the difference? It's the most important thing is getting it out, I guess. Yeah. Unless. And also releasing it. Yeah. You're not doing any sort of physical bullshit, are you? I have thought about the option to do some vinyl. But yeah, I also did a spreadsheet um, of just like where I'm at with everything, you know, and it's as simple as just um, what stage is it, a bit of a breakdown of each stage and then just a green or a red Mm-hmm. Uh, square cell next to it to say green done, red not done, orange in progress, mm-hmm. and just notes after each one. Perfect. I like it. Do yeah. you want my uh, album release checklist to check if there's anything you've missed? <laughs> okay, sure, sure. <laughs> nah, but yeah, ba- be basically included in that is just how I'm going to release it. So yeah, okay, logo check, name check, blah, 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 check, recording check. Um, yeah, but down the bottom of that list is the release stuff and I think it's like Bandcamp or, or like website, Bandcamp. Yeah. Digital, digital release, Bandcamp. Digital distro, that's something I'm not quite sure about yet. I'll probably get back to that in a sec. Um, merch, T-shirt, merch, patch maybe or sticker and then vinyl, possibly 12-inch short run. Cool. Or something like that. Yeah. Don't know. I like it. Mm. I reckon Bandcamp would be a winner for this sort of thing. I think, yeah, I think it sort of covers all those needs. The question about digital distro, and that's what I was talking to Stu about as well, is for me, I don't think I'm going to be that prolific where I'm going to upload more than one thing a year, mm. if that. So DistroKid 
paying a subscription. It doesn't interest me. I think I, I want just a once-off, just pay a bit more and just get it up and that's it. But I'm thinking like, you know that convulsing dude? I think he, it's great music and he gets a good response and people are happy to just get his stuff through Bandcamp. And maybe it just does drive people to that platform, even if it's free anyway. Whereas maybe if it's like Spotify, Apple Music, it might just get lost in the in the mix. Like I'm like that too. I listen to it, to something new for a bit and I'll forget about it because I've got 800 other things in there. How does he get people to the Bandcamp page don't is know. the question. Don't know. Because even if you only listen to something once on Spotify, at least you found it there and then you can move on to Bandcamp or something. Mm, yeah, that's true. But um, I was thinking maybe like six months of Bandcamp only to kind of um, – keep everything based out of there and then after that just fucking chuck you can it test on. test the waters a bit on there and, you know, before you go spending money on heaps of shirts or vinyls or something. Yeah. I don't want to get heaps of shirts. I mean like short run of everything. Yeah. Just um, because, look, providing the logo looks cool. I, I, just, I like the idea when bands come out and they have like a logo shirt and yeah. the logo looks sick. It's like, yeah, it is nice to have. It's not even a money-making thing but just... It, it is cool to have a cool logo on a Definitely. shirt. You know? Just do what you would want from a band, exactly. I guess. Yeah. Like you were saying before, there must be more cunts like you out there or whoever. Yeah. And I don't I don't think I'm going to have a problem selling a short run of 10 vinyl, mm-hmm. you know, because I've got friends that collect vinyl. So that alone will probably be enough, you know. Yep. At least yeah. you get one on the vinyl. Yeah. The lols. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's part of it too. Yep. So. Awesome. Mm. Can't wait to see. It throughout the journey. Mm. Cool. What else? Don't know. What have you been doing with your shit? You've been cranking up with band tools, man. Yeah, just trying to get more consistent with that. Um, that's all. Trying to make a course, which you mentioned the other episode, I think. And done my, more filming. Yeah. Got any budget at all? No. Okay. What do you mean? Oh, to forty bucks. Probably not. But why? 20 bucks? Probably zero, but why? Okay. Why? <laughs> was uh, walking to work the other day and there was a news report happening on the street. They had two lights, one in front and one behind oh, yeah, yeah. this guy. And I just took note of the model number. Anyway, checked it cool. out. Cheap. 600 bucks, oh. right? But that's the fucking Channel 7 News or whatever. But really handy, really portable. I thought this would be perfect for what Cab is doing, right? Anyway, I just looked at the specs of what that is and everything. Found some YouTube video, which turns out I've actually watched six months ago last time I was looking <laughs> at lights. There's like, I think between 20 and 40 bucks, there's like five different models and they're all, you know, cheapo made in China, but they pretty much nail it. So yeah, if you ever make $20 off hornography or something. Yeah, we did just spent our $29 profit on a bottle of vodka and drank it all. Well, that's worth it. But you know, down the track, if that's yeah, a I will, really I think, simple um, solution. That sounds awesome. Yeah. But f- step one, see if there's any interest, I'd say. For sure. I don't want to go stocking up on items and shit mm. that will end up just sitting in my cupboard because no one wants to use it or anything. Mm. Um, that being said, bit of a catch twenty two because I could release a shit one and no one will mm. want to know about it. Whereas if it's good, they might. Yeah. No, I think your content will um, get you there for the first one anyway. Yeah. Yeah, freebie, which is pretty much finished. My free first free course, and then I'll just see if if anyone cares about it or not. Mm. And if they don't, I'd probably just let it go through to the keeper. But if there's a bit, then I don't know. Yeah. 
keep going, see what happens. Um, yeah. How are we going to record guitar for... Uh, for you? Yeah. The very same way we're recording this shit here. I just wow. want to check a few things on your interface. Mm-hmm. On mine, when you have an instrument track, you can pretty much just plug it in as is DI and it'll just like, it's like the perfect level. You can turn it up if you need to, if you've got weak pickups, for example. But um, yeah, here I just want to know sort of what gain you're going to need for it. So yeah, I'll have to have a quick look at that. Yep. And just basically give you the the simple the simple setup and on Reaper like maybe set a template for you. So you can just drag your demos in there, drag yeah, your drums yeah. in there and mute them while you're uh, recording. Sounds fucking good. Yeah. That's that's about it. And yeah. then all you have to do, this is the real essential thing, is you gotta fucking make sure you're in tune at every take. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously. Um you know, you, you're on top of that stuff anyway, but it's funny how when you start layering tracks and then you do start mixing and things are a bit clearer, you hear that little shit, you know? So I might even check out the intonation on your guitar and just double check that it's all sweet. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you started with super slinkies and now you're on regulars, right? Yeah, I'll be on yeah, regulars. So I might just check your intonation. What about that time we started recording the new Claim of Throne album at your house on guitar and mm-hmm. we realised we needed to do drums first? Ah, that's a, that is a good point. Um, good point, mm. mate. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Maybe that's not the right idea to do. Yeah. Unless we're gonna, you know, you'll be recording drums exactly to what mm. we've been jamming or demoing or whatever. Yeah, I will. But the, yeah, it's a good point, man. Mm. Because with these songs I'm doing, I tracked the drums and I was all excited about it, and then I grabbed the demo guitars, which were in time with program shit, dragged them over the top, and something sounded loose but then when i track along to the actual drums it's like perfect because mm. <laughs> a drummer ain't a machine you know mm. and neither is a guitarist i guess so fucking fuck. music eh? yeah shit man mm. didn't even think of that good pickup though glad yeah. guess we're not doing that today <laughs> yeah and that's not a problem well i'm not urgently hanging to do that mm. um drums but we, it would means we're gonna push have to, on with the project we're gonna have stat, to eh? yeah yeah um, yeah, once once we got those, then I guess we're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> to a tip number one, hey. Yeah, no shit. It is a big deal. And I know that people, some bands have started doing drums last, mm. but I think those bands are heavily editing everything. That's Imagine if you just recorded everything except drums and then it just wasn't working. And well, you, just, you just hard edit it to the <sighs> grid and that's like, what's the point? Seriously, what's the point of having a drummer? So, shit, man, yeah. Mm. I guess that means I better fucking get cracking then. Mm-hmm. It's Because what we're doing in this these little jams is pretty much just getting used to the structures and stuff, which yeah. I think is very handy because I don't think I'd be able to do that from the demos alone mm-hmm. by myself. Um, and, yeah, it gives me a chance to kind of ad-lib some stuff with you there and we can just stop and start and all that shit. But, yeah, it might be time, especially if I'm moving the kid out of there next week, right? Mm. Yeah, I think that that sort of two-week period where we won't be jamming, I'll really ramp up the recording prep. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Hmm. All right, let's go jam. Cool. Omnium, what song? Gather and Gods Go First. Done. Catch you cunts. <laughs> 